Dueling Genre Productions presents Immunities, an audio drama. What a beautiful night. Yes, it is. Did you see that? See what? A light. It's gone now. Are you okay? I'm feeling a little drowsy. I better sit down. Here, let me help you. About five months ago, there was something in the night sky. Something happened to the people who saw it. And if someone looked them in the eyes, it would happen to them too. How are you feeling? I am feeling much better. I thank you for asking. And you yourself, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine. Or, uh, I was fine. I feel a little unsteady now. I suggest having a rest. It did me a world of good. They looked at their families, and then they searched out friends, strangers, everybody. Some people didn't change. We think maybe one person out of 2,000. So, for five months, you've just been hanging out? Shelly, I don't know what this is. I've never seen anyone just become normal again. I have to be careful. You might just change back into one of them. You might be one of them now. (sighs) This is too complicated. I'm too tired to deal with it. And I'm still half expecting you to tell me it's all just a story. It isn't. I just know I have to close my eyes now. Wait, Shelly? No. Shelly? 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 Don't worry. Shelly? Just for a second. Shelly! Immunities, an audio drama about almost everyone being against you. Available from DuelingGenre.com and your podcatcher of choice starting in July. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats, one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 14, which is quite possibly the greatest comics minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. I'm Chris Derkach. And my name is Alex Robinson. Alex, uh, I've heard through the wind you may have been involved in a minute podcast or two. Yes, I uh, do a podcast called Godfather Minute with my brother, and uh, we do uh, the Godfather Minute by Minute. Uh, we only do one minute a week, so it's going to take us a long time to get through this movie. We'll probably be like three years we're talking, so uh, strap yourselves that. in, folks. That wow. is not a short movie. No. <laughs> yeah, and I've been on some other podcasts, too. <laughs> Perhaps some even slightly more famous than uh, Mallrats. It's possible. Oh, come if on. such a don't, movie don't, exists. Don't put yourself down. You know, you got you to be positive. All right. And yeah. uh, Minute 14 begins with Mallrats. So that's good. At least now we know where we are now, 14 minutes in, mm-hmm. and ends with Ethan Suplee. So uh, you've gotten a, a good minute here. Uh, absolutely no characters on screen at all for you. Well, all the, char- all the characters show up on right. screen, so it's kind of yeah. uh, it's kind of handy that way. Yeah, well, we did spare you. We were doing the, um, not the unedited, it's like the original opening to this movie. Mm-hmm. So in and around this part that you have, it's probably, even if you've seen Mallrats, it's probably 15 minutes of movie you've never seen before. Wow, you know, I was gonna say because when you guys sent me the the uh, the the video, it, there was a, I didn't see a number of what minute this was, and so I assumed like, oh, this must be like minute three or something. The title credits don't start until minute fifteen. Oh yeah, wow. It's in the original cut of Mallrats, which is what we have here. It's around uh, what is it, Chris? Thirty thirty five minutes before they hit the mall. Wow. Yeah, it's at where least in the cut? At least. Yeah, the theatrical cuts like less than ten. Yeah. Hmm. They basically cut out 12 minutes of this movie, 12 to 14 minutes right off the top, and replaced it with like a two-minute scene. Is that good or bad? Is the additional stuff good or is it 
um, I think it falls into where a lot of cutscenes are. If you you know if you've ever watched cutscenes on a DVD, sure. mm-hmm. in and of themselves, oh, there's some funny stuff here. Yeah. But as a whole, you're like, yeah, I can see why this all got cut. Yeah, whole is <laughs> I right. See, I know. Seeing it now, it doesn't really fit. There's an assassination attempt and a drunk mayor. It's it's very odd. Yeah, it's it's very strange. The only time it's, I can think of is in Lord of the Rings when they did those extended versions. Of the, that, those I think were a good example of integrating, you know. But I guess it was kind of designed that way. So yeah, where this one, I don't know what happened. I, I would love to have been there. I think a lot of it is Kevin was on a second movie and he just didn't kind of know what he was doing yet. And yes. he actually got a studio note that was a good one where somebody said, "This is called Mall Rats, right? When are they going to get to the mall?" Yeah, it's like Willy Wonka. Like, oh. It takes them forever to get to that chocolate factory in that movie. Oh my god, yeah. Like <laughs> you don't realize that till much later in life where like my kids watching it and i'm like this movie's been on for an hour like where's yeah. dean wilder <laughs> <laughs> look these horrible old people were in right. sick How old people to spend in this one house one room yeah. house <laughs> yeah yeah oh well yeah i i mean the villain of that movie is obviously his grandfather but i mean that's been well covered on the multiple willy wonka podcasts <laughs> mm-hmm. i think there's at least three uh minute podcasts that are going to cover willy wonka at some point oh boy it's a it's a wonka war I'm sure there's some Wonka-related title for it. Yeah, nerds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah am I right? Who would cover something minute by minute? It's ridiculous. <laughs> and who would cover the same property twice? That is just... It's a fool's errand. Yeah, why would you have two at the same time? That doesn't make any sense. Speaking of which, I'm just waiting for the day. I know it's going to happen in the next two months where somebody announces they're doing Mallrats minute by minute just to watch <laughs> me go bananas. Uh, it looms like a shadow over everything we do, right? That's what uh, we always worry in Star Wars that that's going to happen. That like Disney is going to start releasing their own official one, and we'll have to, get oh, to oh, they, squash the official it. Star Wars minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, they wah, have wah. you know podcasts and stuff. The real Star Wars minute. So anyway, but we're here to talk yeah. about Mallrats. So so oh, the yeah. additional scenes are not good. You're saying they're they're not great. There's a couple like oh that's a Slabby. funny joke and yeah. I mean they the the person that gets hurt the worst is. Um, what's his face is T.S.'s girlfriend Claire Forlani uh-huh. because any character development she got gets completely cut out of the movie basically mm-hmm. so she disappears for 30 minutes Yeah, but I mean she's like the 11th most important character so you know you just take that hit comedies right, so I we're... think uh, I think comedies be- be- they benefit from being shorter comedies rarely are better by being made longer yeah this you know? this is a two hour cut of this movie where the uh-huh. theatrical release is like 96 minutes. Yeah, 90 extended, minutes is a good comedy length. The yeah. extended cut, we get a lot of uh, Rooker, though, which is good. Mm, I mean, yes, good. I enjoy Michael Rooker, but it's you get three or four scenes of Michael Rooker that are almost the same scene. Right, right. Where it's like, I like, I like Rooker's got a few meltdown scenes in this, so I don't need to see seven of them. <laughs> All right, so we start off with our, our first credit at, you know, top billing in this movie, the old Shannon Darty. Yeah, she wasn't that old. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, she was hot stuff at this point. That was yeah. probably uh, that was probably peaked already. It had to be. Well, it was either this or within a couple of years. Was it post nine hundred two one zero or middle of Charmed would be peaked already. Oh, you're right. I forgot she was uncharmed. I think this is probably when she was uh, probably in her tail end of nine hundred two. She was probably on nine hundred two one zero, but was uh, famous enough where she was becoming a problem on the set. <laughs> yes, of course. So that, uh, yeah. That's when you know you've made it. You yeah, think totally she's probably wrong. top paid, most paid on this one too. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I think so. I mean, she had a uh, a rider in her contract where she got to keep all of her wardrobe. 
So if you watch this movie, you'll notice in every scene she's wearing a different outfit. So does she get to keep the Punisher belt that she has on in this picture here? What, in this picture? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so yeah, is, is that a, such a uh, is that like would, like would she tell them what kind of outfits she wanted to wear? I don't know if she told them what she wanted to wear or was had, but it just said uh, Kevin says on the thing that like yeah she wanted to be in a different outfit in every scene. It makes no sense for the way that she justified it was. She's like, well, I'm at the mall, I'm buying new outfits. Yeah, oh, that's really funny. Yeah, so <laughs> she, she must spend like bathroom? two grand at the at the mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> has someone ever done that in a movie where someone has purposely like every shot in the movie they're wearing a different? slightly different clothes that there ever been done i'm sure it, i'm sure a, a movie scholar could tell you and i feel like i've heard it before but i don't know but yeah. usually if you're doing something like that you're doing it intentionally as some sort of joke right but I wonder if the audience she was notice. literally doing it just to get close yeah that's true <laughs> come on you're you got 92 and no money you don't need to get some free tank tops from the mall rats set <laughs> i know it's like a, a film with a three million dollar budget and she's trying to squeeze some more out of them uh, I'm going to show how old I was. I remember when Shannon Doherty was on A Little House on the Prairie. Oh, my God. <laughs> with, that's when she was like first starting out. Yeah, I, I I don't think I'm too young for it. I think I just didn't watch Little House on the Prairie. You think you yeah. what? I, I I think we're probably around the same age. I just That was one of those. That, we must have been watching one of the other two channels. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I only watched it in reruns. I didn't watch it when it was on uh, primetime. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Yes. So, obviously, this is a parody of Beverly Hills 902 and 0. Uh, overall, it's supposed to look like, according to the sites that I've read, it's supposed to look like an Image Comics comic. And she appears in a seductive pose holding a serrated knife. She has a belt buckle shaped like a skull. The art was by Jay Lee. All these covers, all these fake covers made me powerfully nostalgic looking at them because I guess this movie came out in 95 and that was when I was just starting. In addition to doing podcasts, I'm a cartoonist as well. And this is around the time where I was like just starting to my career and stuff. So I was very aware of what was going on. And so seeing all these covers reminds me of being young into my twenties again. Oh yeah. It reminds me of all my comics sitting in my garage. Cause they all have covers like this. Those are going to be so valuable. You just hold oh, on to yeah. this. All those mid nineties comics are there. They are liquid gold. The good thing is no one was investing them in at that time. So they're very scarce. <laughs> right along with my, right there. Yeah. Right along with my Beanie Babies and my uh, mid-90s uh, Fleer baseball cards. I will definitely be. I mean, or yeah. just about any baseball cards at this point. I have yeah, a pack of have... baseball cards from 1982 that I've not opened. Wow. Just one pack? It's like one pack with uh, like like four sleeves that hangs down. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like four of it's like three packs that are all connected to each other Ooh. in like a in a thing. But anyway, so I'm always wondering if there's some super valuable card in there that uh that uh, oh, yeah. could be worth I, something. Yeah, cuz I had a uh, I had the whole 1984 set at one point. Mm, nice. I was like, "Oh, I wonder who's in there." Ain't nobody in there. Hmm. There was yeah. there was no like I think it was Don Mattingly's rookie year. Everybody sucked in 84. And it was just like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was I tried to look up uh, who was a rookie in 82, but uh, guess what? Uh, the internet is stupid, so. You can never ask a simple question and get a simple answer back. It just lists like every baseball player. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm done all right, well, plus the internet was created by nerds, so they don't know anything about baseball. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going like, to be all like. What is this yeah. game with a ball? Uh, of course, our, uh, our next guy is our old buddy, Jeremy London, mm-hmm. on the Defective Comics cover. Him I did not recognize. You, did you, would you recognize Jason London, his twin no. brother? <laughs> Who are they? Star of 
oh god, I can't remember the name of the movie. What's the other movie? The other movie with Ben Affleck in it around this time. Batman. Chris, where are you? Batman. Did you die? You guys were supposed to bail me out. <laughs> yeah, this is the one I didn't know either. Oh my god, it's famous and everyone's yelling at me right now. It's where it's the last day of school. Dazed and confused. Dazed right, and thank confused, god yeah. I came up with that. This guy was in yeah. Dazed and Confused? No, his twin brother his was. Oh. <laughs> I don't I still don't recognize him. I mean I know Dazed yeah. I know Dazed and Confused, but I but uh, anyway. So well, did this dude do anything else? Did did uh, uh Dazed and Confused guy's brother do anything else or is this his only role? I mean the fact that you don't recognize him from anything should let you know about how well things went after this. Well there's a lot of actors I don't like I don't know their names, but uh, I would say he's most famous uh, in the last couple of years for getting into some legal trouble. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> nothing what? bad. Not like a not like Cosby level, but <laughs> you know, Damn. normal actor stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's normal actor cult. shenanigans. Okay, so I should I feel bad up. about not knowing who he is because no, I, I tried to look it up. I'm like, uh, I'll put it to this: his known fours on IMDb are Mall Rats, Journey to Center of the Earth in 1999. You know, and the so making not, of Mall Rats. <laughs> Yeah, so he's yeah he's a journey center of the earth. No, not the one with James Mason. No, not the one with Brendan Fraser. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> there's another one. Uh, wasn't there that's one with the, the Rock? That's the one he's in. No, that was the the sequel to the the Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, get your journey to center of the earth shit together. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know. There's gonna be a quiz on gen- journey to the center of the earth. You guys have to have journey to the center of the earth minute, guys. I'm here to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, that I mean, as much as I like to joke about that, I literally was talking about Journey to the Center of the Earth, the 1951 today with Jim mm-hmm. O'Kane. So, well, you have to figure people might be listening to this in the far future, at which point every movie will have been done. So you should just yeah. assume that there is every movie has been done when people are listening to this. By oh the, yeah, right by now they're point. going to it. They're like, oh, I'm gonna have to put that in my queue. Journey to the Center of the Earth minute, which probably yeah. has some pithy title. Journey to the Center of the Minute. But they would have to clarify, not the James Mason one, not the Rock one, you know. <laughs> no, no, Someone else one. is doing that show. They're like, that's why we don't listen to the Small Rats Minute. We listen to the other one. Mm-hmm. Right. Our next guy <laughs> up is uh, Jason Lee with his, yeah, with, with his Brody Man comic. Jason Lee I knew after the fact. I did not know prior to, to seeing him in this. He was a well, skater or something, right? Yeah, he was a professional skateboarder before this, so you wouldn't have known mm-hmm. him unless you were following the skateboarding circuit. What happened to that guy? He was like big for a while. He was on that Earl show, and then he just kind of vanished. He was on the it, Chipmunks movies. Yeah, yeah he's in the Chipmunks yeah, movies. Like, <laughs> but I mean, that's got to be one where you're getting. It's like, oh, what am I going to get a huge paycheck? All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll somehow be able to power through this. So it's not like he, he did one of those deals where he's like, okay, I'll do the squeakle, but that means I get to be in a good movie as payment. He didn't. No, do I mean, he was like in that. some like good movie. He was in Vanilla Sky. He was in. I was about to say good movies. I was about to mention a movie with Jennifer Love Hewitt in it. He was in Heartbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> but aren't yeah, this movie like, also like 10 years old or 15 years old? Yeah, so he did like a couple of those. And like you said, he was on My Name is Earl with another guy that's in this movie. And like that ran for that's a while. Right. And then I'm wondering yeah. if he was just like, I have a lot of money. I, I think he I think he might be like a Scientologist or something too. Or some kind of... Well, I know his child's name is Pilot Inspector. <laughs> right, because he inspects pilots. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he was also. I know he was an almost famous. I, that he was one of the guys in the band. This before this or after this? This was. I believe that was before this. No, it was after this. That was two thousand. That was after this. Okay. I keep. I'm thinking like Mallrats happened recently. I'm like, oh no, obviously that was before this. <laughs> and of course, my I can't not mention this. My daughter would know him because he's one of the voices on We Bear Bears. Oh, there you go. <laughs> he's the voice of Charlie. Oh, and I forgot the thing that he's probably most famous for. Honestly, is he's the voice of Syndrome in The Incredibles. 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Might be a thing you or... think that's what he's most famous for? Uh, maybe that was a, a better way to put it. Maybe that was the most famous thing he was in. <laughs> he's probably most famous for My Name is Earl, honestly. Yeah, that's that, what I'm that show blew up when it first came on. Yeah. I like that, that show. I really like that show. And then when he went to prison, everyone stopped watching it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that's what happened on the show, right? On, Earl, yeah. 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 Anyway, I mean, anywho. Yeah, so you got two guys whose careers uh, went in kind of opposite directions. Because I think Jeremy London was kind of up and coming at that time. Like he had done a couple of things and then it was just like, whatever happened to that guy? He's like, well, as well, you know what the problem is? If you are an actor and you have a twin brother, you're going to get like half as many parts because they, yeah. they have two of you to pick from. Uh, here's another person who was uh, important for like a hot second. That was uh, Claire Forlani. Claire Forlani. Do you have any uh, – in your, in your mind, can you, th- can you place Claire Forlani outside of this movie? Was she in Watchmen? No. Okay, then no, I can't place so her. So you were thinking – was you thinking she was uh, – oh, God, what's the girl's name? Carla Gugino? Oh, you thought that was who was she, she, the original Silk Spectre? Yeah. Uh, she would most likely know her from either Micho Black, where she was the female lead. People with, stayed uh, for Micho Black after the Phantom Menace preview. They actually after the Phantom Menace trailer, the of course. Wow. <laughs> I've never met anyone who actually did that. I've seen Micho Black. It is mm. not good, and it is long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would also possibly know her from Mystery Men. Oh, I was close when I said Watchmen. No, I just don't know. I didn't. I've never seen Mystery Men, so uh... no. So there was like a from like ninety five when she's in this to about ninety nine two thousand when she's in Mystery Men. She was in a few movies. Yeah, she was one of those people that looked like she was going to become the next thing and then just gone. Like, like they kept trying to push her and she never made it. <laughs> you yeah. don't think anybody remembers her from the Medallion with Jackie Chan? Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think anybody remembers the Medallion? <laughs> no. <laughs> like people barely remember I mean, Jackie Chan, right? I mean, she showed up on a lot of CSIs and NCISs. I mean, it doesn't look like she ever stopped working. I'm hoping at some point her American accent improved because it is not good in this movie. Whoa, he did it. He did it. He said it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's bad. I mean, it's like it's it's like my British accent bad level the other way. You know, Are you guys uh, going to try to get anyone on the show as a guest? Well, not yeah. Claire Forlani, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not anybody I'm dumping on through the first I mean, otherwise I'm going to have to go back and edit all these minutes. I'd be like, well, Jeff was awfully quiet during that time. <laughs> like, we asked around a little bit, but we don't, we honestly don't try that hard. <laughs> like, we send yeah. out, like, one message. Oh, I guess they never responded. Yeah. No, like, uh, what do we got, Chris? We have some, uh, we got some bumpers from some of the guys that work at the uh, store. Yeah, from Comic Book Men. But I, I figured that was good you, enough. I was going to ask you if uh, if you if you would have Kevin Smith on the show, and I realized I sound exactly like every like idiot who comes up to us and says, "Hey, yeah, you know, you should get uh, you should get Ray on the on the show. You should have that actress come on the show." Like yeah. people who assume that you can get anyone you want on the show. I, yeah, I have tweeted like, him, and he's liked our tweets, but that's about as far as we've gotten. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. that's, 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 that's more than most people get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we had some interaction with some of the guys from like Clerks and whatever, but it's plus there's and, a fine but, line and, between like begging and, <laughs> and you know just yeah i also know what it's like i mean if you ask once you're asking and if they don't answer or you get a polite no that should be enough like i can't yeah. ask 50 times for somebody to come on i'm gonna show up outside kevin smith's house kevin <laughs> kevin <laughs> apparently one of those tour buses go right past his house too so we probably could find it but did you ever hear how he says they explain what they say Oh, this used to be Ben Affleck's house. Yeah. He also said at one point his wife was throwing eggs at the bus. <laughs> well, I mean, wouldn't you? All right. And uh, the, the next one is an interesting name, a small independent actor named Ben Affleck. Hmm, whatever happened to? Yeah. Yeah. 
in Buttman Adventures, which is twice as ironic. Because <laughs> he actually before... became the Buttman. Um, it wasn't... Uh... Oh, I was thinking... Never mind. I was just talking about Howard Stern, but that was Fartman, who, who was butt hung man. out. So, yeah, <laughs> was... like... yeah, so yeah. that's a totally different property. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I liked it that he for the Buttman logo, it actually looks like the Fat Bat, the one that he wore for uh, Justice League and Batman yeah. v Superman. Hmm. This was back when Ben Affleck still talked to Kevin Smith. Oh, are they not talking? Are they feuding? <laughs> they haven't spoken in years, according but, to him. According like, to Kevin. Like, did yeah. they break up, or they just have they just don't no, no. run I, in the same circles? Well, I like most relationships, his, yeah. One of his ex-wives didn't like Kevin, and that's when it started to drift apart a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know how it is. Uh, if the wife don't like the friend, the friend goes away. Yeah. That's true. Amen, my brother. <laughs> it was one of the Jennifers. <laughs> mm, which one? We'll never know. Yeah, well... Unless you listen to Kevin literally any time, because he always tells the story. Yeah. Hmm. Like he said, Ben Affleck's a big deal for in his mythos, but he doubts that he's a big deal in Ben Affleck's mythos. <laughs> yeah. This is back when Affleck still did movies that people liked. Oh boy, you don't care who you offend, do you? <laughs> yeah. You like burn down the hatches, everyone. This is this yeah. Is no, it. there goes there goes that uh, chance of Ben Affleck coming on. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll respect you because he feels like you're honest to him, unlike most people. Oh, yeah. I, I speak truth to power. That's why. Yeah, exactly. That's invaluable. And, uh, of course, next we have Joey Lauren Adams, who I would say had – we keep talking about people who had really good careers that went up and really careers that went down. I feel like hers kind of was at a level and just stayed there. Is she still around? Yeah. She she still does stuff. Like, she never really – she never broke through and became, like, A-list. But mm-hmm. I feel like she never fell off the earth. She – I think she mostly just is in movies and TV shows that I don't watch. Didn't she date Kevin at one time also? Uh, she dated him after this during Chasing Amy. Okay. Yeah, so like she's on a TV series now. What TV been in a series? Bunch of, she is in, um, I guess it just ended, Still the King, which I have never heard of. Still the King? Yeah. Who she's the what? She's in a TV series, Switched at Birth, 2000. I mean, she's her IMDb page is pretty happening. Huh, wow. The last thing that I saw her in maybe was United States of Terror from 2010. Yeah. And by yeah. seen her, I mean, she was in it and my wife watched it, so I must have, oh. I must have seen I her. I correct myself. Just because, I'm, just because I'm not familiar with her doesn't mean she's not doing stuff. I, yes. So I, she sorry, was most, Miss, yeah. Her known fours are Chasing Amy, Big Daddy, Dazed and Confused, and Animal, which I've never heard. Another Dazed and Confused veteran. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's more to come, too. I mean, well, she's in a... Hmm. She's also so, in Dr. Uh, Doolittle, too. Oh. oh. <laughs> you mean Dr. Doolittle, too, or Dr. Doolittle as well? No, Dr. Doolittle 2. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> well, I mean, that was the uh, the better of the two movies, I, I believe. You think? You think they totally Empire Strikes Back? To... <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what's normally uh, uh, compared to. Yeah. When, when you talk about sequels that are better than the original, I mean, you go Empire, Godfather 2, Dr. Doolittle 2. And oh, that was uh, a number two, right? Not yeah, comma yeah. T-O-O 2. <laughs> Obviously, the, the, this covers uh, Gwen 13 for Gen 13, mm. which... For some reason, inexplicably, I have like three or four issues off. Hmm, weird. I was like, oh, okay, why did I get this? But that's pretty much what their cover looked like. I mean, she literally could have been on that team. Yeah. And just like all comics and all females in comics, she inexplicably has her legs out. Her stuff is all skin tight. You know, very practical. <laughs> and her breasts. <laughs> just what are you would want to fight. The size. Of, you know, like not only hers, but like any humans. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, we have Renee Humphrey, who we all remember from, well, probably just this. Oh, really? She, did, she didn't do anything else? Now, she is one I'm, I can honestly say I don't think I've seen her in anything else. I'm going to look it up while we're speaking. Except for, I mean, she makes a cameo in 
uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. But if she's still appearing in movies, I'm not watching them. Ooh, you mean like as a protest? or just No, kind of... I just I don't think she's in anything. Well, it doesn't look very good. Uh, she's no. known for Mallrats, Jay and Silent Bob, a movie called Fun that came out in 94, and a movie called The Cure that came out in 1995. She looks oh, like she, yeah, hasn't done, uh, she hasn't done very much. She kind of looks like she's... I'm guessing. She stopped in 2007. I'm not positive yeah. what kind of movies these are, but she was also in French Kiss and The Sex Monster. So. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Is French Kiss, isn't that the Kevin Klein movie? Is it? I'm sure yes. there's been other yes. movies. Wow, you pulled that out of nowhere, Jeff. There's a Kevin <laughs> wow. Klein movie. <laughs> Listen, Kevin Klein deep, and Meg I got Ryan. deep Kevin Klein knowledge, all right? Wow. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'm impressed. I believe he is married to uh, uh, the girl who came out of the pool, uh, Phoebe Cates. Kevin Klein is, yeah, not uh, not Renee Humphreys. Not Renee See, Humphreys. I'm over, I'm over on Renee Humphreys' uh, IMDb page, and it says she has a Mall Brats TV show coming out. You guys know about this? Yeah. It is stalled, <laughs> let's say. Yeah. It's in limbo. What's it, what is it, like the kids um, so of the Kevin, original? Uh-huh. I assume so. It, it warrants like the next generation, or who knows. He's kind of been a little coy about it. He wrote a movie, and nobody wanted to make the movie. So What's they were movie? like, make it as a TV show. Yeah, so they said, no, then he changed it. They said, hey, oh, okay. uh, we'll yeah. do it. We'll, we'll do it as a uh, Universal who owns the rights. So they said, we don't want to make a movie, but our TV division's interested. So then he wrote it as like an eight, ten episode TV show, and he hasn't uh-huh. been able to get any of the networks or the, you know, not networks. <laughs> yeah, old man. Hey, what are the old, the big three? <laughs> so you can't not... get like Netflix or Amazon to buy it. <laughs> so they, they, they have not shot anything of it. They haven't it's shot just... it. He, it's okay. written. He just hasn't. Okay. But. That one is not as dead as, like, Clerks 3 is dead. Like, that's not happening. Mallrats is, is kind of just, like, long-term it's, hiatus. I thought Kevin Smith was totally, like, going, like, crowdfunded or whatever at this point. Can, isn't, doesn't he have a big enough he following make, where he... He could, probably, but Clerks 3 is stuck because one of the actors doesn't want to be in it. Oh, well, that's... Uh, well, I mean, who is it? Dante? No, uh, Randall. Randall. <laughs> they, they can't do it without Randall? He won't do it without Randall. Oh, wow. He's he said he's either in it or I don't make it. He said, and he don't want to do it, so we're not making it. Wow. What's up with that? So, I mean, he basically, he says on his thing, he's like, I tried to make Clerks, and I can't do it. I tried to make Mallrats, and he's like, then I realized I own Jay and Silent Bob. I can do whatever the hell I want with them. So, he's making uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Reboot, yeah. What does that mean? Um, he's basically going to, what it sounds like, he's going to almost remake Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah. It does. It sounds like they're going to reboot but, Jay and Silent Bob in Hollywood and they're going to go stop it, is what it sounds yeah. like. So they're <laughs> making fun of reboots while wow. rebooting. Wow, yeah. that's some meta, that's some meta yeah, stuff so, right there. I mean, it could be good, but it also could not. I mean, Have you kept up with I, Kevin Smith's movies overall? Yeah. I've seen all his movies, and uh, he takes big swings. Let's just say that. <laughs> I mean, I've liked them for one reason or another. Right. I haven't hated any of them, but yeah, yeah there are some things going on that I don't understand. I think some of them would be okay if they weren't like the problem where you get a problem because they're Kevin Smith movies like Tusk. Mm. Tusk would be totally fine if it was just another movie on Netflix. Right. Yeah. It'd be like, well, this was a weird movie about a man who got made into a walrus. <laughs> like it was you know, interesting. Good you know? and everything, but yeah. it's just, yeah, it's because it's got Kevin Smith in it and people get all weird about it. I actually thought, uh, I mean, that was good. He did red state. He kind of did on his own. That was good. Red state was really good. <laughs> Yoga Hosers was tough, but it was just because it was, you know, the effects look like a sci-fi channel effects. Even though I I might not be especially interested in the results, I'm really glad that 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 
he is allowed that he basically has some degree of freedom to do whatever he wants without having to having uh, some studio muck around with it. You know, I mean, I do enjoy that he has literally made what at least two movies just based on stuff that came up in his podcast. Right. Yeah. Like he made that movie Tusk just based on something that came up during a podcast. Right. And then yeah. he's like, wouldn't it be funny if we did this? Wouldn't it be funny if I wrote a script? Right. Hey, I wrote a the script. hashtag was walrus yes or walrus yeah. no, remember? And he let people vote on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and he said, he, really just kept, he just kept saying, I wonder when someone will stop me from doing this. And then he's like, well, they didn't stop me, so I made it. Nobody stopped him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why should they? Uh, speaking of Jay and or Silent Bob, our next credit is Jay himself, Jason Mewes, with the yeah. Legends of the Dork Knights. <laughs> Yeah, Jason Mewes from yeah, uh, Jay Jason, and Silent Bob. Who is, uh, I mean, never became a big actor. He also worked a little bit, though, but uh, probably more famous for becoming a huge junkie and then uh, kicking it and then yeah. straightening out because he was uh, he was bad there for a while. You can watch a couple of the movies where he's not in good shape. Oh, really? Which ones? Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and you watch that, he's real like bloated looking because he's like Cause drinking like unbelievably during it. Get it. They said they stopped him from doing drugs, and he took up alcohol badly. You mean that. like he didn't do it well? Like, yeah, like, yeah, well, no. Apparently he wasn't doing it well because he was trying to fight the producers and stuff oh like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but awkward. he would be good all day because Kevin had threatened him that he had to be good while Alan Rickman was around. Oh, so the... He's like, you're not going to embarrass me in front of Alan Rickman, so you better he have said, your stuff together. He said he told him Alan Rickman was a real actor, so he had to have his stuff together. So he said Jason memorized the entire script for that. He knew everyone's lines instead of just his. Wow. Yeah. Because he was, he was so he's, I'm scared of that Rickman guy. <laughs> Snape. He told him there's real actors in it this time, not yeah. like Ben Affleck. <laughs> Can't imagine why those two aren't tight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Saying stuff like that. He's got as much yeah. chance of getting Ben Affleck on his podcast as I do. They'll make it. They'll make You guys should be like the Frank Sinatra getting um, Dean Martin and uh, the other guy back together. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Like, you guys yeah. should be the mediator to get them back together. <laughs> yes. Because you're friends with both of them. It's a natural. It's a natural. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere out there, there's a podcast with nine listeners who's trying to get these guys back together. <laughs> hey, from my tiny acorns to giant oaks grow. <laughs> I'm going to. That's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone will have to wait till the end to find out what it means. Yeah, so exactly. Jason's in this. Uh, he's, lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's lucky he got in this movie since the nobody wanted him in it except Kevin. Yeah. What does that mean nobody wanted it? Like the studio the said The studio no? was like, no. <laughs> wow. They had people on standby. What was it, Seth, Seth Green? Seth Green was supposed to replace him. And then they said, okay, you can shoot like one or two days with him, and then we'll watch the dailies, and then we'll decide if we're going to replace him or not. And th- they had wow. him and Brecken Meyer on standby in case they had to They had two backup guys in case, I guess so, in case Seth they... Green couldn't do it, then uh, Brecken Meyer takes over. Well, I mean, it's hard to even think about this now, but this was Kevin's second movie. They thought they were sitting on a gold mine here. Yeah. yeah. They thought they had the next Porky's, like they were going to make a $3 million movie and it was going to make $80 million. Sure. And it didn't. But that's what's weird, though. Like, considering that that first movie was so huge, why do they? That's the see. That's why do they feel the need? Like, hey, you know what? We're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna tinker around with the thing that made you successful. You know what I mean? Like, oh. people, if someone has a hit movie, they should be allowed to do whatever they want for the next one. Yeah, but well, that's um, of course I'm a crazy artist, so yeah, you say gotta, that. yeah. Well, I say you're an artist. You're an artist, yeah. and uh, you know you want to be in charge of what you're doing. That's yeah. the why problem. can't people give artists all the money for nothing, for just for in freedom? Then you get a uh, <laughs> yeah. There. If there is well i mean i was about to say then you get the prequels 
That's what happens. I'd, I'd rather have George Lucas's original vision, and even if it, even if I thought it was boring or whatever, than some uh, some suit coming in and saying, "Hey, you know, you have to have a scene where Thor takes a shower or whatever because we need to." Oh yeah, that's bad too. And stuff. So the problem is you, you know? got to have that happy medium. You got to have you want you want George Lucas to be able to like have his vision, but you also need a you want that like Gary Kurtz there going uh well maybe we just change this a little bit like someone like martin scorsese at this point he's a proven guy that he's an artist like why why does he still have to struggle to get his movies made and stuff yeah that is it that's interesting with somebody like that where you're just like why like when you hear some of these guys like oh yeah spielberg can't get this movie made like what yeah (laughs) how is that even possible (laughs) i mean he should literally be able to put out like four terrible movies in a row and you're still like yeah but he made jaws (laughs) people are still gonna come see it yeah well, that's what George Lucas, of course, kept threatening to do is to, now that he's sold Star Wars, he can finally make these little experimental art films that he wants to, uh, that he wants to make. Yeah, I, I was watching. It just so happened I was watching some of that, some of the George Lucas uh, footage today. The way people cut it, it makes it look like, oh, it's so weird watching him when they're making those. When he's just like, this is a good idea, right, everybody? And everybody's just like, yeah, you're, you're signing the checks, right? <laughs> it's absolutely a good idea. Yeah. All right. We get down to our final. And last our one, final, too. Yeah, <laughs> the Incredible Bulk, Ethan Suplee. Incredible Bulk, <laughs> the Magic yeah. Eye Misfit. Yeah, and he's got the thing in his hand. He's got the sailboat <laughs> picture in his hand. It's That's a scooter. Kind of a, foreshadowing what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, it even says sailboat at the bottom of the picture. Yeah, I mean they're not hiding much there. <laughs> now Suplee. he went on to do some things, right? That guy, he was on yeah. Earl. Yeah, he was the other one in Earl. He was uh, in American History X as uh, his mm-hmm. racist friend. As uh, Norton's racist friend, he might be giants. He, mm-hmm. he was in a, but I know I remember him in Butterfly Effect. Oh right. yeah, he was in Butterfly Effect. Did you guys uh, like Butterfly Effect? It was all right. I, I do remember. I think it also had a couple sequels, which I'm going to be honest and say I didn't see. But I definitely didn't see the sequels. My wife really liked Butterfly Effect. It was okay. It's one of those where like that's such a great idea, and then I'm like, ah, oh, this great idea. You're going to have Ashton Kutcher in it. Great. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was I watched the director's cut or whatever it is with the original ending and I thought it was really cool actually. The, I mean I thought it was a, a like a surprisingly smart time travel movie but maybe I'm misremembering it but I just remember the ending being so dark where he, well I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything but You don't uh, want to spoil the 10-year-old movie. <laughs> well, you know, I, I it's you know, if someone hasn't seen it it's new to them so I don't want to uh, I, I believe I've seen the original ending too and or the whatever the new ending was cuz I think in the theatrical ending, it's a little happier. Like I think, yeah, they definitely not that everything did. works out, but I think it works out a little better. It's more ambiguous as opposed to the the other one. <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk about uh, butterfly effect, except for Ethan's. And didn't he lose a bunch of weight? Uh, he Ethan's lost a ton something? of weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's. I don't know how to. I mean, he's he was speaking of butterfly effect. Going back to that again, that was the one where I remember seeing. I mean, he's big in this movie. But I remember seeing him in that and American History X, and he was gigantic. Oh, that was him in American History X, too, wasn't it? Yes. Wow. I didn't even know that was him. He was real big. And then, yeah, he, he started trimming down. Like, even in Earl, he was already starting to slim down a little bit. But he's but he's funny, though. He lost all that weight. He's one of those people. He lost all that weight. He still looks like him, though. I've seen people right. lose that much weight, and you're like, uh, who is that person? It's start- Kevin's starting to get like that, if you look yeah. at him now. Well, it's because he lost, like, 60 pounds in one month. Yeah, in a month. Yeah, I saw a picture of him, and everyone's immediately like, oh my gosh, is he, like, when you see someone, like, is he ill or something? You know, obviously he had some medical problems, but, uh, yeah. Ah, he's, he's fine. He just walked that heart attack right off. <laughs> he really did. He was tweeting from the hospital. 
<laughs> well, it's good that uh, Ethan simply didn't let his, uh, you know, how uh, the John Candy thing, where John Candy felt like he had to be fat in order to to work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know he, that he put his health ahead of his uh, career. That's good. Good for him. Yeah, you're glad to see somebody like you don't have to like again. Yeah, I don't think your comedy is tied to your weight. <laughs> like, he's still funny. Yeah, I mean, if you're good, it isn't. But uh, I think there are probably <laughs> yeah. some people. I mean, if all you got your weight, well, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah, weight right, problem. So- we have gone through about uh, three quarters of our credits. <laughs> wow, that's pretty much uh, the main cast members. Yeah, the only guys you're missing are uh, you know, just a few. You don't have your Rookers or your Stanleys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was this for the movie? Was this the first time Stanley did a cameo or something? Uh, I believe he, I don't know if he was in anything before this. Yeah, I don't know, but, but like know. this is the first. As I know for me, this was the first time I'd seen Stanley in like a real movie, right. where it wasn't you know some interview or somebody was. You know, just showing him at a convention because this was back when, back in the olden days, when like when a comic book convention came around, the only name that was there was Stanley. Yeah, it'd be like, here's a bunch of artists you don't know unless you're in the business, and Stanley, the one guy you've heard of, you've ever seen on TV, right? And maybe, maybe a couple of like actors floating around. I don't know. It says he was in The Hulk Returns in 1988, or maybe he wrote that. I'm not sure. It says filmography. That's one of the. So things listed. So what was he in before? Was he in anything between? Because you're that probably and looking clips? at writer instead of actor. It, I, it's just Stanley filmography. No, because it's the ambulance in 1990. Uh, the Hulk TV series. He was the narrator. Okay, Trial of the Incredible Hulk. I do yeah. remember that. He was he was on Muppet Babies. You know, <laughs> like you are. Uh, Fantastic Four TV series. He was a voice, and then Mallrats. So I guess it's his official cameo. Yeah. Yeah, for doing like what people these days would think of him doing. Right. Or as I have to explain to my daughter when she keeps saying, who's this old guy that keeps showing up? <laughs> Did you, I heard a cool theory that uh, Stan Lee is the Watcher. Well, apparently he is. I think they've... Have you seen the latest Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Yes. Part two. Uh-huh. Well, they show him at the end hanging with the Watchers, so they think they, they altered it where he isn't a Watcher, but he's like their whatever, their spy or their guide Agent. or their herald yeah. or something. Like, he's the one out there actually watching. Yeah, that's cool. Still kind of cool, though, yeah. I know. I mean, he's been doing... <laughs> Think about it. He predates... His cameos predate the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because he was doing that back with the X-Men. Yeah. Wasn't he also a voice in the old Spider-Man cartoons, too? He's the narrator. He was. He was the narrator. That's yeah. what I thought. Hey, I true believers! <laughs> Sorry. That's uh, but listen, I mean, besides the fact that he created half those characters, like, he carried the water for that whole industry for, like, 20 years. Yeah. Where yeah. everyone could like comics, it's a kid stuff, right? Now it's yeah. the opposite. Now if you're like, I, I don't, I don't like comic movies, like you're a loser. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Where was this when I was a kid? <laughs> All right, Alex. Well, yeah, I don't know if you have any uh, overall thoughts about Mall Rats or when the first time you saw it or anything, or you know, the Kevin Smith. Uh, I was in a general. big fan of. I was a big fan of Clerks, uh, so I was looking forward to Mall Rats. You know, I thought uh, Kevin Smith was going to be this comic voice and i remember seeing it uh in uh, manhattan in the chelsea theater on the corner of 8th and 23rd you can still there if you want to look for it and um yeah i saw it there and i remember being like uh that wasn't very good (laughs) and so uh i still gave kevin smith some more tries after that i saw that uh dogma and uh although of course i had to see chasing amy because it was about cartoonists but uh, (laughs) of course I kept up with old uh, Kevin's stuff lately. 
Oh, good. Then I know exactly what uh, minute to try to get you on for there. Somebody's actually doing some physical drawing, and you could be like, that's not the way you do it. Totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like there you here. go. That's my mall rats uh, thing. And also, I also have never been able to see one of those magic eye puzzles, so I identified with that. Yeah, I... I do struggle with those. I mean, I feel like I can get some of them, and then other ones, I mean, I'll put it this way. Have you ever done this? I've just lied sometimes. Oh, I totally I never them. even thought about that. And it's like, yeah, I see it. I can get them. I took that one from that movie and blew it up and tried to stare at it. I'm getting nothing from that. I don't think there's anything in that one. <laughs> the one from this movie? <laughs> yeah, from this movie. A spoiler alert, it's not a sailboat. It's not a sailboat. I looked it up. I, I, I even <laughs> don't even remember what it said. But I can't see nothing in that one at all. Maybe it's on the screen you can't see it. I have no idea. But Everybody else can see it, Chris. <laughs> it's a sailboat. You. It's a schooner. <laughs> it's a schooner. <laughs> schooner is a sailboat, you idiot. <laughs> There's no Easter here, Bunny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, now, now you know we've gone too far. We're just quoting lines from the movie. <laughs> it's when you've been on too long. I'm not even going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong movie. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Save it. All right, um, Alex, why don't you tell the fine people where they can uh, find you? Uh, I am um, the co-host of the Star Wars Minute podcast, which you can find at StarWarsMinute.com. And I am the co-host of the Godfather Minute podcast, which you can find at GodfatherMinute.com. And you can check out my comic books at ComicBookAlex.com. No, yeah, comicbookalex.com. I can't remember my own website. Um, yeah, comicbookalex.com. So check all those things out, and um, that's it. That's all I have to plug. Uh, what about us, Chris? What do you got to plug for us? We are on duelingjammer.com, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We are also... <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, like you died me. halfway through that. <laughs> you, you stumped me with a lot of other podcasts. I was like, wow, he kept that short and sweet. <laughs> Including uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute and... They have Toy Story Minute, Back to the, Back Future, to the Future Minute, Minute. they have Cornetto Minute, uh, Lord of the Rings, Immunities, Harry Potter, a lot of really long movies. <laughs> These are specifically dueling genre shows? Those are all specifically yeah, dueling genre? Yeah, dueling genre, the ones I can remember off the top of my head. And they also do, right. they have a Doctor Who podcast, and they have some immunities, they have the uh, their original programming too. You can spend a lot of time over there, and I do. And There's over a hundred of these things now, can you now, believe that? Is there actually a hundred on the list now? I haven't I looked at this. I think so. I know it was getting close last time I looked. Our last episode last year when we did Clerks, I read off every single one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we did. And we said if we listened to them or not. Oh, really? You, yeah. you, you, oh boy, that's a... <laughs> That's a but a yeah. I got gut to guts to say. Well, at the beginning it was like yeah, I, yeah, 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 and then as you get further and further down, it was like nah, I'm getting to it. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. And if you want to find any of these, you can go to moviesbyminutes.com too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially I mean, it started out when there was only like when we first did the Burbs minute, there was only like twelve of these, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna listen to all these at some point. Yeah. And the next thing I know, there's ninety, and I'm like, all right, I got to make some cuts here of stuff I'm never gonna listen to. <laughs> Yeah, it's tricky because you need a combination of a movie you like and uh, I guess it's probably even more important to have the hosts that you like. So you, yeah, you can have a movie you like and then you have the hosts don't like it. You're like, if you don't like the hosts, it's like, oh, that's the I've worst I've run combo. into both. Yeah, I've run into both. Uh-huh. I've had, you know, when you really get the good combo, when I get like my Star Wars minutes or Back to the Future minute where it's like, oh, mo- stop. Oh, <laughs> when you get like, it's a movie you love and the hosts are really good, you're like, awesome. Yeah. But I've also had yeah. movies that I like, hosts that are tolerable, and then I've had... A movie where I was on the fence, but the hosts are so good that you can power through on it. You're like, oh, these guys are so good, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, that's uh, that's probably the best kind. Yeah, because then they could do... Plus, you know, if those hosts do another movie, then I'm just going to follow them to their next movie. Right, yeah. 
That's true. And I'm going to give you a list of all the shows that I didn't like right now. (laughs) 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 All right, I think that's it for us. Uh, Chris, you got anything else before we get out of here and get out of this mall? Well, into this mall, I guess. This is the movie's finally friggin' starting 15 minutes in. Um, Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? That was nice, Chris. You actually finished the show off. <laughs> I don't know what you were going at. That's what I thought you were going for. I wasn't going anywhere, just like the ending of the show wasn't. <laughs> yeah, we were just going to flounder on for a while. <laughs> they sure were mall rats. Oh.